0: Hello, and welcome to the penguins collective podcast. My name is Louis. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to talk about sports, especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the new agent, the assistant general manager and what the penguins next moves are let's get after it the pittsburgh penguins officially announced the new assistant general manager jason spedza josh first thoughts
1: Uh, I think that means Kyle Dubas is doing everything. My first first reaction was why is a president of hockey operations hiring an assistant general manager before a general manager? And at first that was my initial thought. That for sure was my initial thought. So after thinking about it more and reading more about what other people are saying, It just seems as if Kyle Dubas is going to just essentially be the Poho and GM, you know, all together. Until when?
0: Until when? Until he thinks that he needs a GM, which do you you think he's going to be the GM until the season starts?
1: Oh, yeah, Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's where I disagree. I think it'll probably be for most of this, like it'll be for the entire off season and then maybe,
0: maybe into the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, See, this is where I completely disagree. I I believe that the Pittsburgh Penguins will only have Kyle Dubas and Jason Spezza as a team until after the draft and what we're about to talk about today, the buyout period after that, then I think, okay, GM, first order of business so july 1st yeah sure because the draft is
1: at the end of this month in june and the bio period ends june 30th so there you go
0: july 1st so, J- so Ju- july, 1st. july 1st. The start, 1st
1: the start of free agency you are saying the penguins will have a general manager in not addition- day
0: one but that's going to be their like order of business is like we're getting a general manager That's what I honestly believe because I don't think Kyle Dubas wants to make any rational decisions because he's got to. He just hired an an assistant general manager. Correct. But what I'm saying is he's not re-signing Zucker. He's not going to be releasing Tristan Jari. He's not going to be making any of those decisions. I don't think so. He's new. He's going to take his time. He's going to work with Jason Spezza and create a culture in the office To where they get the right guy to come and fit in so that way he can make the decisions where as a team Dubas this unknown GM and Jason Spezza can create decisions that better help the team. But I do not think that he is going to be making all the decisions himself because if that was the case why not just not hire a Poho and just make him GM that makes no sense that makes no sense then
1: fancier title more responsibilities higher pay yeah but see that's why but
0: what what were we all told as soon as the last regime got let go it was every position will be filled gm and poho
1: i don't think we were told exactly that but we were it was being indicated that certain individuals were being interviewed for
0: certain every
1: role yeah so So with that being said but then kyle dubas got released of his duties in toronto and i'm sure that changed everything for fenway sports group
0: i honestly believe kyle dubas we approached him for gm and he said i want more responsibility and i think fenway said okay fine you can be the poho but you gotta find the GM. And I think right now, there's a lot of back stuff behind the scenes that he has to take care of. There's gotta be a culture shift. He's gotta talk with Andy Kyoto. He's gotta talk with Mike Sullivan and figure out what this team needs. And then with that being said, if he is in the, if he's like the puppeteer and the GM comes in and then he could go, okay, this is this is what we talked about. Mike Sullivan said we need speed. So here's a couple options we, we thought you could do. Hey, Andy Kyoto said, get Tristan Jari out of Pittsburgh. So that's what we're doing. We're going to get a new, see if Connor Holbuck is available. And I feel like that's what's going on. They're creating scenarios and stuff like that to prep for a good GM to come in place. But like I said, Kyle Dubas has the rest of the month to figure out what's going on. I think that's all it is. Jason Spezza has to come in, figure out the culture, and I believe Mike Sullivan is going to help with the culture change. Not culture change, but reintroduce the the Penguins culture, I guess, if that makes sense. So with that being said, I don't think Kyle Dubas is going to be the GM until October, September. I don't, September, October. I don't think that's the case. I think that'd be silly. I think that would make no sense I think if that's the case why do we hire him anyway? If he's just going to be a GM plus povo then why don't we just call it a GM role and then just give him more money because of more responsibility? That makes no sense to me. No sense. I, I I don't know.
1: I I think it just I think it's so that it leaves the door open to a general manager in the future um for, you know, the the event that Kyle wants to take on less so then he can delegate to the general manager and just let him you know
0: that's what i'm saying
1: no i know but i don't think that's what he's just going to do right now i think right now he's he brought in jason spezza a a guy that he worked with last year in toronto Uh and he knows he can trust him they've probably already had some sort of list of players that they've scouted together for the draft and no, well, no. What I mean is that like they have put together players that they have scouted for the draft. I so understand. it's not like so it's not like they're restarting as a as a you know, hoho yeah. and AGM. They're they already have stuff that they work together with Toronto, which was kind of why I kind of figured this was going to happen, whether he, you know, Jason Spencer was going to be hired as the assistant general manager or you know special assistant to whoever. Um, whatever his uh, role was in uh, special assistant to the general manager was his role in Toronto so if he was to have the same essential role here in Pittsburgh I knew it was going to happen because Kyle needed some sort of familiarity here in Pittsburgh so that he can get the ball rolling because of how late we are so with that said Jason Spezza AGM, I think you're going to see, uh, just those two running things till we get into free agency. Once we are in free agency, I would not be surprised if we hire another assistant general manager and roll, like, like I said, roll with Kyle Dubas as POHO slash GM. Um, Jason Spezza as assistant general manager and another individual, another individual as assistant general manager. It's been done in the past here in the Penguins when Jim Rutherford was the uh, general manager. We didn't have a POHO, but he had, I think, three assistant general managers and then like special assistant general, uh, special assistant to general manager. and. Um, you know, essentially, I'm just laughing too. It's a page out of the office to, to yeah.
0: the manager. Yeah.
1: It's literally a page out of the office. Um, yeah. you, you give them a fancy title, and they all it's the same work, they do the same work.
0: They, they all feel good about themselves,
1: yes, exactly. Um, but one of those, one of those guys,
0: uh, Louis was uh, Jason Botterell, yeah, so. I mean, that's our, that's our front runner at here over in our little world is yeah, but I don't Botter think it's going to happen now, which I, is, that I was, don't know. That's what I, well, that's what I
1: wanted to ask you, uh, next was with, with this hire of Jason Spezza, do you see, this is where I was going with it. Do oh, okay. you see Jason's, uh, Botterill as now being an, even in the running for general
0: manager? yeah i don't know why team. not i don't know i don't know why not i think i think you nailed the you nailed it on the head dubas needed a familiar face to help him get acclimated to the city of pittsburgh and what i mean by that is you, he has a big big role now it's no longer just making decisions on who's going to play what's going to happen he's now got to figure out the bigger picture bigger picture And I feel like he needs someone by his side who he worked really well with, which is why Spezza came in. Now, I don't like being referred as the Pittsburgh Maple Leafs. So I just I was a little uneasy when we announced Jason Spezza, mainly because I don't know. I don't know if this is just me, but I do like nostalgia sake. I do like if a guy was in the Penguins organization at some point and a player at some point to be the assistant general manager. So that way he knows the culture. But that's the reason why he brought in Spezza. He needed a familiar face. With that being said, I think, I think maybe this is how this went, Josh. Duba said, I would love to hire Jason Spezza as GM. And everyone's like, well... I don't know about that. Like, I, you know, because he's got to run it by the board. He's got to run it by Fenway. And and Fenway's like, OK, we don't want to be in the same position that we were last year. Not saying that Jason Spencer wouldn't be a good job, but I don't know if people will be OK with that. So with that being said, Kyle's like, OK, assistant GM, I'll find the new GM. So with that being, well, I keep on saying with that being said, every single time we keep on saying, Oh, Jason Spezza is going to be the GM. I think he's just interviewing. He wants to see if he can get that familiarity with Spezza. Whatever. And this is my um, take, is that whoever we hired has a very short leash, has one year. No matter if it's Botterell or Matt Cullen, Okay. It's going to be, I don't know, Matt Collins, sorry, everyone He is not going to be the, the general manager. I just love Matt Cohen so much. I would love for him to be the general manager, but let's just say that their hats are being thrown into the ring. I think they have a short leash one year. And if they can't do what we want to do, which is win playoff series, not just get the playoffs, win the first round. We're now the Pittsburgh Maple Leafs. Okay didn't want to say it ha- but yeah we haven't won the first round in a bit okay we just missed the playoffs big deal we're hiring someone to make us win to the second round of the playoffs and if that person does not even accomplish that they're gone Jason Spezza takes over that's what I think is going to happen I think that is what Kyle Dubas is trying to figure out because it's kind of like a weird situation. Does Kyle Dubas find the perfect candidate to only have them on a short leash? Because he knows and that makes no sense. He knows where it's like, oh, if I hire this wonderful GM, but he doesn't, if the Penguins don't succeed, he's gone. Or do I hire my bestie from Toronto to be the assistant GM? Have someone come in, hopefully that they're the right fit and they can help us succeed and win. But if not, Jason will take over the next season. I think that was his sell. I think Fenway is all for it, which is why we got Jason Spencer first rather than uh, general manager. Maybe it's a sign to all of the candidates to say, "You have a year." I am telling you, Josh. You're, tell me.
1: you're just you're 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 wrong because I think I, <laughs> I think Kyle wants to be the puppeteer.
0: Okay, don't and if don't, he don't talk to he, him like you know him. All right.
1: If Dubis wants to be the puppeteer, and I think Dubis wants the dual role for a year. Build the blueprint of the team that he wants. And then and then bring in the GM to just maintain the team. Cause Kyle Dubis, you tell me if I'm wrong. He wants he wants to be the guy. He wants to be the guy that built a Stanley Cup team. So, I agree. So, he's going to build it this year with Jason Spezza as the AGM, which won't get credit for nothing. Yeah. And he'll he'll build the team. They'll start the season and then that's when he'll he'll hire a GM and he'll just sit back and just do his thing and the the GM will just take care of the roles for the uh 2024 25 season.
0: And tell me what offices. GM would be okay with
1: that. Uh once once we already have a team built. Yeah, what GM wants to come in? They're fine with that for next year, because next year we'll have all new questions of who's coming, who's going, all of that. Right now. Then, but Kyle that Dubis, helps my point. Kyle Dubas right now, Kyle Dubis is just worried about right now. So, he did, so that's why he's going to do both roles with his buddy, Jason Spezza. And then once he figures everything out, then
0: he can bring in a GM. That's the way it's going down. Trust me. I don't know. I don't know. You guys let us know in the comments down below, wherever you're listening to, write us a, a, an email. You can email us at the penguins at gmail.com and we'll read your answers if you guys have a, a good take we will definitely bring it up on the podcast so tell us what you think email us at the penguins at gmail.com all right josh so regardless of who is going to become the next gm whether it's kyle dubas whether it's jason spezza whether it's matt Golan or botterill they have a big thing big thing big time period That's very important to the Pithra Penguins until July 1st. That is the buyout period, okay? So, Josh, could you explain to the people at home what the buyout period
1: is? Yeah, it's pretty simple. So, if there's a player that's under contract that you no longer want on your team, you buy them out. And by
0: buying out... Okay, all right, there you go. go,
1: but, but, But buying them out, you're agreeing to essentially give them their money but expand the cap hit over a certain amount of years um so let's it's better to explain it by example so for the pittsburgh penguins the number one candidate that everyone has their eyes on is the big trade that Ron Hextall made at the trade deadline.
0: Nick Bonino.
1: <laughs> Michael Granlund. Yes. Um, Which we so, could buy a Bonino.
0: That's another, that's no, another. He's a, he's a
1: free agent. His Oh, he's a free has, agent this year. Yeah, his contract expired. Oh, I
0: blew it.
1: Yeah. So, but he's got two more years left on his contract at 5 million per. So we can either say we'll keep you at those terms, or we can buy you out. And when we buy him out, that reduces his cap hit this year, I got the numbers right in front of me. Oh, look at you. $833,000. Wow. Creating a savings of just about $4, 000, 4 million. But then that adds 1. 1.8, 1. 1.9 million onto our cap, like going forward for the next three years. So then essentially you're not paying Michael Granlin, but like his figure in quotes is against the cap for the next four seasons. And he's not even yeah. on our team.
0: He doesn't receive that money. No, it just goes it, like it automatically the cap. It's like a ghost player. It's yes. a ghost player so we don't want him and the nhl is like well you have to still meet that cat yeah so he they're just basically throwing money at the nhl to say we we just don't want this guy on a roster anymore yeah yep and you're
1: kicking kicking the can down the road essentially so like instead of paying him, essentially paying in quotes him off in two years you're paying them off in four years. This is essentially like just, you know, refinancing, It's are
0: refinancing a loan. It's, yeah, you yeah, refinance you're a car, house, we're doing that on a player. <laughs> That's essentially so what it is. I bought them for, for a two year loan, but the payments were way too high. So what we're going to do is refinance into four smaller yearly payments. Bingo. Anyone following along, got it. <laughs> That's exactly Michael what it is. is a lemon, okay? <laughs> There are lemon laws in America to protect people from buying bad used cars. And Michael Granlin is a bad used car. Okay, so we're refinancing on it so we can get him out of here. Okay, that shouldn't be fair. That's not fair. We got uh, Michael Granlin thinking he would be a great, great backup car. Great second car. But you know what it turned out to be a problem. And a hassle because guess what the engine is not working and it's just sitting in the driveway. We need to get it out of here, so very nice. There you go, oh, Josh. Nice. We're on fire with these like yeah. metaphors because we talked about uh, what is it Dollar Tree? Oh yes, funny. Yes. Now we're talking. Michael like Grandland's a used car. Josh, yes. we're on fire right now. All, all right. right, so that's so, the. Okay. Oh, you, no, Josh, no. You go ahead. <laughs>
1: I was just gonna say. Oh, I was just gonna say, like the the buyout period. You know, it's it's used and it's not used. Sometimes you get some big names. Sometimes you don't. Um, you you'll usually see it on aging veterans who have a huge cap number that you know, the team just doesn't
0: want to pay anymore. And, Would you see it on a star defenseman of a team that overpaid on this star defenseman draft? Exactly right. Uh, I forget
1: his first name, but Ekman Larson was just bought out by the San Jose Sharks. O- Olivier. Sharks? Olivier. Olivier.
0: No. Oh, it's a, isn't it Owen Leckman Larks? Whatever. But it's something Oh Yeah. It's O because it's O E L. But was yeah. it the Sharks? Thought it was the, Canucks. Josh, is it the Ca- Canucks. Are you spreading misinformation here on this podcast? It uh, was the Canucks, my bad. My oh bad. my gosh. <laughs> my bad. Oh, for two and information today.
1: <laughs> oh. Josh gets bad. off
0: will never want to come on this show again. Cause you just said it was the sharks. When it was the Canucks, Josh. How dare you ask? Said- shark- he used to play for Sharks, right? No, you're thinking of Carlson, who's playing Oh my bad, my bad. Get out of here. And but you know what? <laughs> I did say Benino, we could release him in these yeah. free agent. So yeah. That's why we're 0-2 right now. But yeah, yeah so you do see big guys like that. No one yeah. expected the Canucks to buy out uh Ekman Larson because we're like we said. You're basically refinancing and they're refinancing a lot for the next, like what? Six years.
1: Um, I think it's longer because he still what? has, yeah. Cause it, you essentially doubled the term. So like, I think he had four years left on his term. So that means eight years. Like so, counting like, wow. this upcoming season. So like we're counting this season as one. Um, and then, so like, I think he has, I think he had four, four seasons left. Because I think, didn't he sign a six year, a couple years ago? Um, so I think he's got four years left and that would kick it to eight years in total. And I mean, he's got a big number, but it's not terrible. Um, just pulling it up now, it's seven and a quarter million. I mean, but they had to refinance that, right? Well, that's what, that's what he's making, uh, like if he didn't get bought out, so uh now that he's bought out i can try and find the figures for you quick but
0: no um, i don't want to josh, bore you during my research but josh are we an ekman larson podcast uh if he becomes pittsburgh penguin heck yeah we are yeah so is that what you want you want kyle dubis and uh, jason Spezza <laughs> to go out and get ekman
1: larson i mean i just
0: i we need someone
1: behind you are saying we need defenseman you're saying we need a defenseman we need everything. We I, no, I honestly no, we don't. Yes, we do, because I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing Kyle Dubas wheeling and dealing and like getting rid of like a lot of the guys that are quote unquote under
0: contract. Jeff Petrie and uh Ruda and... I did not expect how much Jason uh Jason Petrie is making. Yeah, I know. He's just isn't he the second highest paid pair in the yeah in the uh, for the Penguins besides, yes. behind Sid yes yep unreal yeah so so he needs to refinance that guy um so <laughs> yeah that's some um, I mean here's my my prediction here here here's my hope okay my hope for Cal Dubis okay he needs to come in and get a better goalie so well i, I think... don't
1: we're, we're we're gonna do a podcast on that we still have a few weeks before oh, the free agency period gracious. okay we still right. got still in buyout which i don't think it, i think that was the biggest noise ekman larson i don't think you're gonna see anyone else that's like
0: that big s- yeah yeah that big
1: um unless if like something is like crazy going on but we buy out
0: Tank. no i'm just yeah. kidding um,
1: <laughs> so yeah so i think i i think the kyle dubas and jason spezza have a big decision on on if they want to buy out michael Granlund or if they want to try to hold on to him and try to trade him or just keep him on team
0: yeah i mean like you said we're doing this on another podcast of what the, the 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 Maple Leaf Brothers could do for the Pittsburgh Penguins very nice uh we'll do an yeah if you like that uh, we'll do another episode on more in depth what they could and what they couldn't do what's our hope what's our not hope um but they do have a big task coming up because not only is this uh, the buyout period but they also have to figure out who are they going to let walk and resign. And that's their biggest next to do. It's not trading. It's not trading for a better goaltender. It's not doing signing a big old name. It's literally just, all right, our current roster, what's the next steps?
1: Yeah. So. and that, that's why the whole like search that Fenway Sports Group, like that they conducted, I felt took way too long because you're now in this like weird window where you have the buyout period, you have the draft and you have just straight up, just roster, you know, uh, decision-making all right now, until you get to the start of free agency, July 1st, I don't know why I immediately thought July 4th, but no, I don't think it would start on independence day. I think it's July 1st. So it's just, it's strange, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he kind of just takes it a player by player situation.
0: Yeah. And what's scary and what the Penguins players should be a little worried about is that this guy has no attachment to any of you. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I mean. So, so the point is, is, you know, I I don't want to say anything, what we think, but look at Jason Zucker. He could say, are you worth it? I have no attachment to you. I don't care. You know? And Jason Zucker even alluded to, it's out of my hands right now. I, I'm 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 waiting to, for a phone call. So with that being said, big, big tough task for Dubas and Spezza coming up. And we are just, we're just here. We're just here to cover it. We're here to cover it, here to comment on it. But yeah. that, yeah, but that will do it for this episode. Josh, last comments before we go. Yeah, uh, last comments.
1: Um, you know, like Louie said, we're here to track it all and, and report it to you. Unfortunately, we are not any type of insiders. So you, when you guys may get the news before we do. So um, keep we'll us get, in we'll the loop. We'll all get it
0: at the same time.
1: If you wouldn't mind, if you have any insiders, tweet at us and you know how to do that you go onto the bird app yeah. you go create a new tweet at pens collective and then you just tell us what's going on yeah we'll find
0: it we'll
1: we'll verify podcast. it first we'll verify we'll, it we'll ver- verify it with okay? our sources
0: yeah yeah i just like how you just welcomed random people to be like hey if you're an insider <laughs> tweet at us if you're a real insider dm us please <laughs> so we can talk about it <laughs> someone's gonna be like dude i swear crosby's getting like, go he's gonna get Man. bought up there's always those guys it's always those guys yeah it's yeah. been chronicled uh, so with the um uh, with that being said i keep on saying that phrase josh and i don't like it i don't like it hey
1: we the, we're at the end of this podcast but next one just do better Cause I'm stuttering over my words. I'll do better next time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's that it's that thing where you catch yourself saying like a lot in the yes, sentence, or um, or um, and it, it you're you're conscious of it, mm-hmm. but it keeps on happening. Yeah, it, and it that's is. my world right now. That's my world right now. So I gotta I gotta grab it by the reins right now and that's, end this podcast. Okay, I like it. So with that, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. That'll do it for this episode. Josh, you already alluded to it, but where can they listen to this wonderful podcast?
1: As always, you listen to this podcast wherever you're currently listening to it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, Amazon, you name it, we're there. If we're not there, let us know. We want Notice to be there. Them. Um, so just find us, uh, the Penguins Collective. Click follow, subscribe, like whatever rate, they offer.
0: Rate five Which stars. Rate us
1: five stars. Leave a comment. Tell us how seductive Louie's voice is while you listen oh, to him seductive? at night.
0: <laughs> dude, I think oh, I have great, I, have a, I think I have a, a beautiful good radio voice. voice. Yeah. Good I don't voice. know about that. I don't know about <laughs> that. I just, and, and speaking of radio voice, I know this is completely random, but when Josh gets off was on this podcast, I couldn't help be like his voice sounds so good.
1: It, I had a hard time like looking at him Like it was just because like, because
0: you couldn't connect it.
1: Yeah. It's like, I, it, this isn't right. Yeah. Like, I, I just shouldn't be looking at you.
0: I shouldn't yeah. be seeing where the voice comes from where the magic happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. It kind of like ruins the illusion. It's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like I don't need to see Ooh. the man behind the curtain, you know? It's good. That's yeah, good. dude, I'm 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 on fire with these metaphors right now. Keep them going. All right. Start Keep notes. them going, yeah. There's Langisms and then Louis metaphors. Okay. So for those listening at home, keep track. They're gonna keep on coming. All right, we gotta That's end this good. podcast. People are so done with this. All right yeah that'll do it for this one i promise yeah i know no one's listening (laughs) at this point but thank you guys if you are we'll see you in the next one and josh as always let's go pens